Hello and welcome to The Bum Diary. I'm Janelle. And I'm Trent. And we're coming to you live from the Florida Keys. Yes, we are. This is, I think, one of our last weeks down here, right, Trent? This is uh this is it. This is the last week in the Florida Keys. It's the final count. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> here we go. I've been waiting to do that <laughs> for so long. Wow, I can't even uh start to explain uh I mean, what do you think? About what? Like the last week. The last week. It's just, it's a good feeling. It really is. Because every time that it's the last week in a season, it's like we made it. We did what we had to do and we accomplished a goal that we set and it's done. And not only that, it's like, um, I don't even know. Like, would this podcast have ever happened if we weren't in the Florida Keys? realistically i don't think so i think it i think it pushed us in a lot of ways to do this podcast because we've been throwing the throwing the idea back and forth for a really long time and we finally set our mind to it and i think if it wasn't for being down here and living as we are down in this like basement slash garage setting i don't think we would have ever done it but we did what episode are we on now number five this is number five my god and it sounds really small but this is so so amazing that we made it to number five we made it to number five yes but it's also very exciting because we have so many cool people that we are still like interviewing and talking to and there's so many i don't know it makes me excited knowing that there's so many more people that we want to get on the show nice so who are we uh the, the tug is the drug. Yes. I guess we should jump into our guest of the week. Yes. Our guest of the week, the tug is the drug. Um, that's his Instagram handle, also known as T-Critty. Yeah, we were catching a lot of shit there for a little bit. Uh, I think we were called sexist. We didn't have any guys on the show. <laughs> yes, he is our first male on the show. And uh, if you looked at his Instagram page, you would have thought he was a badass fly fishing guide. That's why we reached out to him, right? Did yeah. We, we don't. We don't. We don't know anything about him. Yeah. To be completely honest, we didn't know his background. That this motherfucker is getting on some fish. Huge fish. Beautiful fish. Yeah. Like uh, anyway, so we wrote him, and then comes to find out he is the farthest thing from a guide. Yes, which you will learn if you listen to the not necessarily interview, but the conversation between us. Yeah, it was one of the better better conversations. This guy Ty, he was the first one to make me start thinking in my head. Like, there's a lot of shit online, and we're not just talking about fly fishing. We are gonna get out of fly fishing eventually. Um. But online, there's a lot of hate, and a lot of it's like, oh, you're posting. And for the fly fishing world, there's a lot of a lot of people post beautiful photos, and they'll be like, oh, you know, blah blah blah. There's just these guides, yada 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 yada, and that's how it used to be. Like it used to be, if you were a guide, you got a magazine contract, and you were really, you know what I mean? It was like, but now with social media, the guy who works a nine to five job and only fishes on the weekends, you can just show you. How, I think those guys love fishing as much as any guide. Absolutely. But we'll talk a little bit more about that right before the right before the actual conversation takes place. But uh, I feel like we should talk a little bit about our weekly roundup. Oh no, here we go. So I hope everyone's ready for this. We are in a weird mood. If if this podcast <laughs> seems a little bit weird, it's because it's our last week. Yes. Will yes. you please explain to everybody what that means, Janelle, in a seasonal job? What is the last week? Okay, if you had to define what the last week is, and the okay, in a seasonal job, the what would you describe the first week as? The first week is. So, I don't know. I'm always kind of excited, kind of nervous during the first week. You know, I have a lot of energy. I'm really I'm really ready to just, like, jump into it and start making Would money. Would you say it's, you like, know? a little bit like going, going to high school? 
Yeah, like kind you're a freshman, of. like first you're excited. day. It's a new school. First day, you're trying to make friends. You're trying to see, like, get a feel of who's who. You know, you're. It's it's just a bunch of excitement. So, how energy. would you explain the last week? The last of a week. season. Oh my gosh, it's like. Would you explain the last it? week of school? The last week of high school. The last week of high school. I am, you're like, I don't you're know. over it. <laughs> what was your What was your last week of high school like? Oh my gosh, I just think I. St- stopped caring everybody does <laughs> like, i don't even think i went to school last week like it feels like senioritis right <laughs> college already and told you which one wants your money you know yeah. the tests do not matter anymore yeah you're i've just, already been accepted bye-bye you've made it you've right? made it everyone tells you yeah it was just funny and that was funny that is such a good analogy so that's- seasonal work this is the last week i have checked out yes i am now in the farm mode i am now unemployed and my only way to make a living now is farming right i mean we did what we have to do and we'll continue to do that for the end of like till the end of this week but oh yeah janelle janelle's a great janelle will not let me quit anymore before i met janelle when i got to this last week i hate to say it I got a lot of people listening to this podcast and know me from my older days. And, um, yeah, before Janelle, if it was my last week, I was probably, I don't know. I hate to say <laughs> probably it. Probably not showing up. I hate to say it. <laughs> but I just like burned out. You know what I mean? Like I consider I'm a, I was used to be a long distance runner and, uh, I consider the last week like the last mile of a long run. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a busted, like if you, in long running, like let's say you got like an 18 mile run, right? So you go out and you bust 18 miles. And like the last couple miles of that 18 miles, you give it your all, right? But then the last mile is like a cool down. Yeah. I'm cool down. I'm like, I'm slowly <laughs> coasting. I can see the fridge full of beer. My shoes are about to come off. <laughs> I can't say it any other way. If that, yeah. If that doesn't describe you, I don't know what does. Does that describe our weekly roundup, you think? Absolutely. <laughs> but we need to talk a little bit about, okay, what was what was the absolute high of the week? Like, what was your moment where you're like, this is the best? Who goes first? You do. My high is that I'm drinking a beer at noon, doing a <laughs> podcast on my day off. <laughs> All right. That's good. That's good. That's a, that's a pretty That's a pretty solid high. I mean, I would feel like it has to be, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Um, as far as my high goes, I would say, so we went to marathon the other day, which is a key in Florida and okay. I'll be honest with you guys. I'm not a huge chicken wing person. <laughs> no, she's not. I you don't. Okay. Twist you, her arm to get chicken wings. Well, you don't understand. Okay. So there's this bar. It's called Havana Jacks. I'll give you a shout out. And they have the best chicken. Okay, not only do they have the best chicken wings, they're just like juicy and like they're not breaded, so they're not super heavy. This oh, they're perfectly sauced. Their blue cheese and ranch is just awesome. Their celery's fresh, like best chicken wing, right? Well, to top that, top those chicken wings, they make the best pina colada ever. So I feel like last week my high was about food too. That's really <laughs> not okay. There's a okay so. <laughs> So there's a famous proposal video out there uh, where where I asked you know the question and there's a rated version there's like an unrated version of that wedding proposal is that correct Janelle? Yeah. Because I might say instead of saying Janelle or baby I said Biggins. <laughs> because that is if you know me pain. and Janelle I do call Janelle Biggins and people always wonder why do I call her Biggins when she's a very beautiful woman. And that's because Janelle loves food. I love food. She's a foodie, man. I really love food. She's a foodie. Like, you give Janelle a plate of food, she can analyze it. She, I don't know, could be a judge unchopped. Really, though? And she hates chicken wings. I hate chicken wings. Except for these chicken wings, we just saw her description. Made me hungry. But guess what we're doing later, Janelle? Going to get chicken wings, hopefully. <laughs> God, I can't wait. Can't yeah. wait. 
Um, we do a lot of happy hours in the Keys, and that's what I'm going to miss. What are the lows of the weeks? So I'll go first. My low of the week is I'm going to miss the island lifestyle. Yeah. Everyone wonders what the hell the Florida Keys are. We get answered, what are the Florida Keys? What is Key West, Florida? Well, let me tell you, I think I figured it out the other day at work. The Florida Keys is a chain of islands, and every single island has its own individual characteristic. This is mm-hmm. not the coast of Florida. I mean, Marathon, Florida, that Janelle was just talking about, we call it Redneckville. Like, that's where you can get a dollar beer and a $5 thing, a pound of wings. And I mean, it's redneck. Shrimp, it's yeah. like the country where I come from. You can still get a 50 cent beer. Yeah. You can. Bush is still 50 cents at a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when you come down here and you drink that same Bush can in Florida, that Bush is now $7. I mean, it's just, <laughs> and that's Key West. Right. In Marathon, you pay a dollar for a Bush, and in and, and Marathon, in Key West, you pay $7. Yes. So that's because you're looking at the most beautiful water, the most beautiful houses, some of the mm-hmm. most beautiful history. Absolutely. Uh, Key West was discovered first in America. That's yeah. where Columbus came in first. Yeah. So his very first trip down here was to the lower islands. So it was, uh, yeah. So this is, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. People still think they're outlaws. I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the, that's the low of the week though. Yeah. Would be, uh, saying goodbye to the Florida Keys. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to agree with that. Um, even though we aren't really leaving till the be- very beginning of next week, it is still, it's sad. You know, you meet friends, especially working like we do seasonal places and you meet all kinds of people from all different walks of life and leaving those people can be really hard. I'm getting really sad now. Um, <laughs> well, you should. It's the but, low of the week. But yeah, it is the low of the week to be honest. And, uh, I'm really going to miss the weather. I'm going to miss looking outside, the window of the car every day driving to work and seeing that beautiful aquamarine water and um just you know listening to the palm trees when it's breezy outside there's there's a lot that i'm gonna miss about being down here but we can always visit so yeah that's, that's a and we're always welcome to come back we make it sound like we hate the farm i know but I there's know. a lot of highs to the farm there is a lot guys. of highs but right now we're talking yeah. about the lows and it's it's hard to leave a place that you love so um lesson lessons of the week I would say, what what would you say, Trent? What were your lessons of the week? Um, that it's okay to put your two weeks in and go easy on the work and not run out of the fucking job like an asshole. <laughs> like I've never I've never worked for such a good owner, and uh, just being able to give my two weeks because uh, it sucks being a seasonal worker because you become so ingrained. I mean, me and Janelle, I'm not saying we're better than anybody, but we when we work, we work. Yes. Is that true? Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. I, that is that's one of the reasons I do the podcast. Like, we do not slack off. No. I mean, we do slack off. But when we're at work, I mean, dude, we're at work. We are not on our cell phones. We are we are there to work. We are there to be a hard worker. Like, that's what we do because we only work a couple months out of the year. And we take our job seriously. Well, that's you how know? you make Just a lot like, of – everyone right. goes, how can you – okay, everyone asks me, how do you go to New Zealand? Like, how do you go to New Zealand $10,000 and blow it? And it's like, well, because I just work my ass off. And the guy's like, well, I just work my ass off too. And it's like, no, dude, like, we work. Like, we put in the effort to build a resume so we can come to a place like Key West and go to the number one restaurant in Key West and be able to walk into the front door. And everyone always goes, how did you get this job? I was like, Mm -hmm. because I've been working my ass off, man. I washed a lot of dishes, you know? (laughs) And so, but the last couple of years, I've just kind of been an asshole and kind of just like got burned out and said, you know what? There's lots of Key West in this world. Here's the middle finger. And this, my, my lesson of the week was treat people right. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. 29 years old, treating people right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. 
You see all those people running for president. They got to apologize for what they did when they were like 14 years old on Twitter. And it's like, oh, my God. Years old. Could you imagine me, man? Like, oh, man shit, Trey, I wouldn't vote for 25-year-old Trent, but I 29-year-old Trent doing better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. So, no. You're, you're amazing. Yeah. Anyways, Janelle, what was your lesson of the week? Um, Lesson of the week. Okay. So, yesterday, I had the most excruciating headache and... Couldn't really pinpoint why. Lesson of the week. Is this really your lesson of the week? Yes, it really is. Because oh I've God. never experienced such a bad headache in my life. And do not drink four shots of espresso and then just stop drinking espresso because you will get the worst headache you will ever have. That is true. Like, that I've never is had a very migraine. true. Janelle did have an issue with her coffee consumption this winter. I kind of did. But that's that's just all part of seasonal work. You got to get through somehow. And I don't yep. do drugs. So caffeine mm. it is. Caffeine, I guess. I guess. We're going to get an email now from somebody saying caffeine is a drug. <laughs> no, because it is a drug, but you you know what I'm saying. Okay. I'm just kidding around. But anyways, that was the lesson of the week. Alrighty, okay. next segment. GSDL. Boom, 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 boom. Get shit done list. Yes. All right, let's see what we did. Update of last week. Trent? Okay, the quickly update, running through it really quick. Last week, a GSD is a get shit done list. So we each give each, uh, give each other a chore to do. Or to get knocked off in a week. It's like a weekly goal. Anyways, I gave Janelle the goal of researching uh, flowers to plant the second we get home in the beginning of May in Michigan. And da 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 da. What happened? Okay. So, this is the thing. I spend a lot of time on like Pinterest and. She considers <laughs> Pinterest research. Okay. Just... Which I'm not laughing at. It is research. Pinterest C- is filled of. with creative ideas. It does. But there's ha- some point where you got to go from Pinterest to research. Yes, I know. So I took it upon myself, not only through Pinterest. I sound so just dumb. Okay, but I took it upon myself to. No, they don't. Hold on. Let me back up. You don't sound dumb because I will admit I never knew what Pinterest was. And just the other day, I was trying to figure out how to build a. Like giant campfire stove, and Janelle showed me Pinterest, and holy, you just gotta type, you literally just gotta type in fire and stove, and everybody <laughs> in the world of Pinterest is crazy. But what I also learned about Pinterest is they're gonna show you just a photo and give you, oh, you can do this too, and then you go, no, you really can't, you really can't, because you gotta get a welder and buy a welder. Yes. Don't you dare tell people you can build that shit. So on the Janelle's and Janelle's defense, she sees a beautiful Buddhist garden of flowers and goes, "This would be nice." I'm like, uh, this is, what? This is doable. Okay, but okay. So I looked. Oh, just okay. So I went on Pinterest to get inspired, and then I actually went onto Google and I did research different types of flowers that can be planted in Michigan in their blooming their blooming season and all of that. So and what perennials are and what annuals are and what ones actually grow in our growing zone. So I did do a little bit of research. And as no, soon I'm as we saying, get home. I'm not saying you didn't, but let's just, no, no more. We gotta, what, what we do, the get shit done list, scale one to ten. One to ten. How did <sighs> you do on the goal? You uh, can have a zero. We've already had plenty know, of zeros. No, zeros are I've, good. Okay, I've had zeros. This wasn't an actual zero. I'd say probably like four, five. I'll give you four and a half. Okay, four and a half. Pinterest I'll take is four, four and, and a half. half. If you want to take... get past five, you got to get the research. All right, whatever. Four and a half. That's fine. Okay, I'll take it. Um, okay, what was your GSD of the week? Uh, don't quit. And you didn't. So, yeah. Woo! We'll give you a 10 but for that. But I almost did get kicked out of the yes, kitchen for running my mouth. So, I, oh. we'll give me like an 8. Was, the tempers okay. flared and I said, Trent, calm down. You have... But you walked away. One week left. You walked away. I walked away. I said, you're right. I messed up. Now, give me that steak less cooked. <laughs> And there you have it, folks. Trent nailed it. You did the GSD. <laughs> nailed it. All right. So what is the GSD for this week, would you say? 
Oh, you go first. I always go first. You know okay. I do. So um, what GS- is my thing to get done? And GSD. for the record, we are leaving next Monday. Uh, Annalise, Janelle's sister, flies into town. The next Monday, our podcast, we have no idea where it's going to be coming from. But next, because our goal is every Monday we record this. So as a listener, if you're still listening, just know that when this podcast was recorded, even if it comes out on Thursday, <laughs> <laughs> just we had no Wi-Fi. Yes. Um, yes. We do the recordings every Monday. Every Monday. So next Monday, we will be driving toward Michigan. Yep. So, so the get shit done list would be... Would be, okay. Um, Trent, your task for this week, I would say, is to clean out the car. <laughs> You're really going to do that? You're going to throw that shit my way? <laughs> clean out the car. All right, I'll take that because I know I can hit a 10. <laughs> okay, I'll do uh, clean the car. What is yours going to be? I don't know. You have to. You have to assign oh, it shit. to me. Um, I don't assign it to myself. Otherwise, I'd be like, just relax and have fun. That's what you need done. to do. Well, since you went low and dirty with the car, <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna go, go low. Uh, fridge. The fridge. Yep, you get to clean the fridge. And no. I think that fridge is not bad. I could have said bathroom. I could have said shower. Yeah, you kind of cleaned it out the other day, a little bit. So thanks. So uh, I'll do the fridge. I'll, you do deep clean of the Sweet. house, and I'll do car is all right that that's saying? fair yeah that is fair but you deep clean house I car clean includes car. vacuuming not just not just throwing everything in the trunk you know that right Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on <laughs> okay so actually since we're about to get into our guest we need to talk a little bit about the guest highlights and what we learned we always do we always jump away from questions oh my gosh i always forget about the questions i always forget i'm sorry okay. rapid fire that's questions right. who goes questions. first questions um, you can go first. If we had a question um, from Google, because uh, <laughs> we didn't get many questions in our story. You guys suck. Um, we also sorry. did post little, it like an hour ago. So. Little shout at the followers. We love you all. Yeah, we really do. Um, what was I going to say? I don't oh, know, you from, said from Google. There was uh, I googled some questions, and a question <laughs> came back from Google. Uh, restarting your journey. What would you? Um, what, what would you wish you would have known better since... Okay, we started the bum diary in the bathroom and explore homeless. What would you have known different than that first Facebook Live video we did? Like, what would I have... What would you? What do you wish you would have known oh, when like you first prior, hit prior Let's Record? To, when we okay. were sitting there in the back of an explorer going, God damn it, will everyone keep asking why we're homeless? Let's just start a Facebook page so we can tell people, hey, we're alive. Yeah. Um, I probably wish I would have known to be more you know i wish i would have been more of a risk taker and kind of jumped into it a little bit more because i think at first at first it was all fun and games but like as far as where we are now i wish we would have been more progressive like i wish we would have started our instagram page sooner i wish we would have been um a little more proactive as far as the podcast goes because i feel like this has been a long time coming like it's been almost three well, just, years just really really okay if anybody is listening to this podcast from the original Facebook page, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys know that we will disappear for six to seven months. Yes. And then we'll pop back up and you will be like, what the fuck? Yeah, be like, Where and then we got a lot guys? of people that are in our ear that love us who have successful pages and they're like, oh my God, you guys could be 
more successful if you're consistent. And then you listen to all yes. the little like podcasts and everyone says, be more consistent. And that's always been a problem. So with the podcast, the podcast was the first thing where it was like, if you want to be, if you want to have a good podcast, you have to do it every week. Yes. You know, and Instagram, we can disappear for six months. But mm-hmm. I mean, as a podcast listener, you guys expect a good show. Yeah. And we have our credibility on a scale of one to 10 is zero. <laughs> Yes, for so, that reason. I'm very happy that we're doing this podcast. Now. Me too. Me too. And um, I think that, yeah. everyone keeps asking us, what the hell is the podcast? What the hell is this podcast? Well, we don't fucking know. Just like we didn't know when we started the podcast. Okay, diet. but we have we have an idea of what the podcast is for. Yeah. Um, I guess my idea of what the podcast would be and stuff that we've talked about is the podcast is meant to inspire people yes. and to bring people up. We never want people to to feel bad or down about what they're doing in life. And I think, especially right now, since we're so fly fishing oriented, um, it just goes to show that people who may be consumed, you know, they might be like a guide or they might be doing something related to fly fishing to better exactly. their life because that's what they're passionate about. But then you get people like our guest today who isn't any doesn't do anything yeah. job related as far as Works fly as fishing they work a full-time so job doing work. electrical so engineering fiance. yeah exactly and yeah. but then they still make time to do the things that they love and i think that's so important for people to take a step back from life and do what they love and i think that's really what the podcast is about is in capturing that and inspiring people to do whatever really makes them happy yeah i think that's like the biggest thing um what I, what's that word I'm looking for? Responsible? Like, <laughs> like consistent? Or what, what's the word I'm looking for? The biggest thing about the podcast is we have to be consistent. So what is the podcast to Trent? It's about holding us responsible. Accountable. 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 Accountability. Get shit done, list. Accountability. Accountability. Everyone's is, like, yeah. did you just say you're 29 and 23, 24? <laughs> you guys are talking about accountability and responsibility? I know. A little late to the game. Mm-hmm. No, but hey. But that's the thing too, like. But we're also it farmers. Right. I feel like we can play the farmer card. Right, mm-hmm. but but we another point of the podcast, like it doesn't matter how old you are, you as long as you're doing what makes you happy and you're progressing, and bettering yourself every day, that's what's important. Yeah. So, okay, all right. Should we move on to the next question, or do you wanna? Yeah, the next question was from you. Yes, it. No, was. not from you. Like, do you have it from somebody other than Google? I have a few questions. Okay, well, first of all, um. We're going to answer this question really quick. Someone asked if this is a fly fishing podcast. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the Instagram yes. story. Thank you. Thank Phil, you for the dude. Yes. Thank you for asking that question. Um, to be clear. We, uh, we love fly fishing and we have a lot of fly fishing followers. And I think the fly fishing followers, one of the reasons we started this podcast was because of all the fucking hate and shit talking that happens. Uh, I got to stop. Are you mad at the F word? No. <laughs> Keep what going. Is, what is it? What? She's waving her arms at me. No. No, what was it? No. Just I mean, go. You can tell people the behind the scenes. <laughs> You're waving the arms. What did I say? That word? Trenton? Yes. Oh. That's okay. I know. I've it's been so good, though. You. Listen to the you first four good. episodes. I know. You have been good. Okay. You have been good. Okay. Keep going. Ooh. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> I told you last week, folks. Last week. Just you guys think go. we're joking around. Wild animal. Wild um, animal. What was the question? The question was, is this a fly fishing podcast? Oh, yeah. Uh, currently. Currently, yes. But as Trent said before, we yeah. would like to branch out and talk to We are to going to. We have a lot up. of people lined up. We have so many people that we are going to interview. Um, mm-hmm. Just stay tuned. It's currently fly fishing. If you don't want to listen to it, that's fine. But uh, just write us but about what you want to. Yeah, write us about what you would like. If you want to hear about some guy who makes swords in his back 
garage with a metal work, let us know. If you want to talk to somebody that does beautiful big gardens, let us know. Yeah, absolutely. So. Okay, but that was that was a question that we had someone had asked. Okay, but another question, my brother asked this, and I think it's fun because you're a bartender and I'm a bartender. What is your favorite cocktail to make? Cocktail. I know mine. You go first. Draft beer. Ah, <laughs> the classic bartender joke. Uh, just opening a bottle, would, actually. Yeah, not even draft. If you're asking me at a bar, so if I'm bartending and somebody says, what is your favorite drink to make? My answer is easy. A shot of whiskey. <laughs> okay, but. Every time. But if you're asking me what is my favorite cocktail like to craft, make that will cocktail. blow the person away, it would be the devil's soul patch. Mm-hmm. Uh, hands down, if anybody asks me, the devil's soul patch, it is actually uh, from Johnny Mackey. It was one of the best bartenders I've ever had a chance to work around. Uh out of Breckenridge, Colorado, which is a very, very high-end ski town. It's a mini Aspen. I mean, there are really nice martini places there, and they'll get you at, you know, it's really funny, Breckenridge. Like, the bar right next door will sell $35 martinis, and the bar next door will sell 50-cent drafts of PBR. It's a wild, wild west up there. And uh, anyways, Johnny Mackey, the Devil's Soul Patch, I learned it from a dude named Sugar Wolf. Um but it's uh, pretty much a whiskey Manhattan. My favorite cocktail to work with, uh, or my favorite thing to work with, is bourbon. Because um, I spent a lot of time in Montana, so a lot of people would be like, "Oh, what's your uh, what's your favorite co- What's the best cocktail you make?" And I'm like, honestly, it's a uh, it's an old it's an old fashioned or uh, a Manhattan. I just know whiskey really well. I just know the like uh, not like I'm not like a whiskey connoisseur. I just really like I know how to play with whiskey to make it less harsh for you. And uh, anyways, the Devil Souls patch does that, and you get the light it on fire. Is that really what I'm trying to say? Yes. <laughs> yes. That, uh, no, I get but to you light the that... martini on fire. Yeah, you said that so beautifully. Yeah. So pretty much, it's uh, bourbon. Uh, you just make a perfect Manhattan. So a bourbon, sweet vermouth, dry vermouth, and then uh, it's a half a shot of Grand Marnay. Uh, you get to take the Grand Marnay and warm it up, and it will light on fire. So you just get a hot water bath. So you get hot water. You put the Grand Marnay over the hot water. You warm it up. You light it on fire, and then you lift it way above the martini and you pour out like a waterfall of fire called the devil soul patch i i remember the first time you made that oh anytime anytime they're back in my day i made that for i'm not just kidding biggins you're the only only woman i've ever made that for oh i just got butterflies you didn't get the joke it was a joke i guess i'm joking biggins (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. Uh, you're funny. Trent. I'm just kidding around. And I don't. Okay. Next question. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, she's the only no, one. I'm kidding. I, no, but you should show all women that because yeah. it is the coolest thing, honestly. Um, <laughs> it is. Uh, you're the only one I've done wine tasting with, but oh. uh, that is very, very true. But no, it's a bur- it's a perfect. Uh, that's my favorite cocktail. And for you. Okay. Um, my favorite cocktail. Okay, so I obviously haven't been in the bar bartending game quite as long as Trent. But, um, there was this, there was this cocktail and this sounds really, really amateur of me. Maybe, maybe no, not. No, I, I picked a man. So That's I, just three things. Yeah. But the same, same thing, same effect. So when I worked at this bar, the local bar, it's called the Bostock Lake Inn. I learned how to make a Spanish coffee and essentially what it was, same thing. You light it on fire. But when you do that and you're, you're turning the 151 in the glass, you're also sprinkling nutmeg. So, okay, so you light that 151 on fire, you sprinkle nutmeg so it sparks, and it's beautiful. It's very cool, and people are always so impressed like when you do it. It's like fireworks falling from the sky. It really is. It's, it's awesome. 
Um, I fucking so hate making that drink. I think that, <laughs> that drink I, is so hard to you make. You know, I just think the wow factor of it's really yeah, cool. It is. It's a hard man. I just do you do Spanish cocktails? No, I can't. Or yeah. Spanish coffee. I mean, just because. Oh my god, the nutmeg and I mean, it's a hard drink to make. It I is mean, a you hard have drink. Everything there. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of components to the drink. But um, anyways. But Janelle, okay. The reason I fell in love with Janelle quickly, quickly side story because we got to <laughs> move on. This is why I fell in love with Janelle. She thinks it's bullshit. Sometimes Janelle will get like uh, I will say Janelle's filled with emotion. I've said this before <laughs> in live videos. Janelle, you get a couple glasses of wine in her, and she is the most happiest person. She's just in love. She wants to hug everybody, and then she always gets mad at me because she's always like you don't even remember the first time we kissed because you know what i mean sometimes i'm like oh yeah i do remember i guess <laughs> i do remember what shirt you were wearing on our first date but uh i do remember the first time i fell in love with janelle and that was the very first day i met her and i'm not joking around um i'm a very half-assed bartender and uh so uh i mean I, I, back in the day when i met janelle at 24 too i was a still i was still a wild animal so showing up to work sunglasses on the deck maybe a joint in me and i'm just half-assed and setting up the bar because we're not going to be busy anyways for five hours so i had like the the fruit out and it was the fruit that was left over from last night so it looked ugly and shit and there was like a couple cherries and Janelle had a kid that was having a virgin whatever, pina really, colada. Like, no, and Janelle comes over and is like, she got like 18 cherries. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing with all those cherries? And she's like, oh, the kid really wanted, I want to make it cute and fun because he asked for extra cherries. And I said, woman, I'm the one that's got to fill up the cherries, not you. Take one, <laughs> one per kid. I don't care how great this kid is. And her face was like, are you joking? I'm making a kid's day right now. And she just walked <laughs> away with all my cherries. And I said, what nerve, man? Because I try to try to be a hard ass. I even refilled your cherries for you I after know, I took that's all of what them. really <laughs> pissed me off. That's when I fell in love with her, man. Because I, for me at work, I just want to work, man. I want to talk to the customers. I only got so much energy to talk during the day. And so I'm talking for tips. So I'm one of those bartenders that really will talk to you at the bar and I'll get to know you. And uh, like you should as an old bartender, that's what bars were for. You sit at a bar, not a table to have a conversation with somebody. That's what a bar's for. Anyways, so if you're a bartender out there, talk more to your guests. And, um, but anyways, uh, so I don't like to talk to the coworkers cause I'm like, I only got so much talking in me anyways. And so I looked at Janelle trying to be a hard ass. I looked at Janelle trying to be a hard ass, and then she comes around the corner with a big jar of cherries, fills up a huge thing, and literally looks at me and goes, I like making the kids happy. It helps. And she like was telling me how to do my job, because I had just started, <laughs> and she's not kidding. The local bar, she'd been there for four years, and she had such just beautiful sass, like, this is my bar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, I gotta marry that woman. Oh my gosh. And now we're engaged? Yep. Now, now we're engaged. engaged. And the rest so, is history. Uh, Man, if you ask me what I learned since, if you ask me if I knew something different when we started this relationship, holy shit. <laughs> Janelle has whooped my ass. Silly. Sass. Mm-hmm. She has sass. changed me. Good. I don't know for the better yet, but hey, I still get my beer at noon <laughs> on my days off. Woo-woo. woo <laughs> But uh, during the day, before work, uh-uh. Mm-mm. I'm now a coffee guy. I get headaches, too. Thank you, Biggins. Yeah. <laughs> Put you in you your place. Those, thank you for those headaches. <laughs> All righty, quickly wrapping it up. We've got about two minutes before we got to get into the interview. We already kind of went over it. The guest is the tug is the drug, also yes. known as T. T. Critty. What a badass man. This kid is, uh, he reinstored my faith in the social media world. He really, really did. Um, 
I can't say it any other way. This, I mean, really, man, when I thought everybody on Instagram was just guys and all these fuckers had pro deals and they're going out there catching big, big fish. And I thought social media was fake. And I mean, they, they, there is, there is a lot to that. And there's a lot of hate, but you guys got to understand just because they have a big fish and a big, whatever. I mean, these kids are working their ass off high school, sweethearts went to college, working their ass off. I, I could never do that. Like nine to five job. And yeah. I mean, these guys are working their ass off and they love fishing. They like go fishing after work. Yeah. Like, God, I don't even fish in the keys, man. I'm work. I work fuck two, three months out of the year. And I, I don't, I really have not fished this winter. I hate that. I, but we've been focusing so hard on the farm and making the farm successful. We really have had to put our hobby aside for a little bit. Um, which we got to stop. But anyways, but they, these people, I mean, T Gritty and Brooke, like a trout, who's going to be next week's guest, yes. his fiance. Mm-hmm. God damn. I mean, they go fishing after work and yeah. anytime they can do it, they fish it and they love it. And they're surpa- it's kind of like me and Janelle. Yeah. You know? And their, pa- like their passion shows, you know, like they have all these photos of huge, beautiful fish, but, but they work for those fish and they truly are passionate about fly fishing and being behind, like getting that rod out and going away on the week for the weekends like they mm-hmm. they told us that they plan their weekends around where they're going to fish which i think is so great and i thought it was cute too the way that they were both laughing that they laughed the same way they said it like it's like their life goal yeah it's kind of like oh hey during the week we get by because we're mm-hmm. researching together where we want to go fish and i think that's like me and janelle too mm-hmm. there's just a bond it doesn't have to be fishing it can be skiing it can be walking it can be painting it can be doing yeah. puzzles together yeah but as a couple it's nice to have the same hobby yeah so so make sure you listen listen to this conversation and then next week like we said we have brooke like the trout his fiance that will also be on the show and you kind of get to hear both of their perspectives on what they do and Uh, she killed it too it's really funny because t is like i was just going fishing all the time yeah and brooke was like well i you know what i mean i want to come with you yeah and then uh (laughs) Then she was just getting bored watching them fish, so she grabbed the fly rod, and as we know, women are so much better fishermen with patience, and it is, really, it's true. Yeah. I'm sorry. And fly fishing, it is not a, this is not like a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's not like... Like a... It's just really hard to explain. Like, (laughs) women can like, okay, like in track and field, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like a guy can run a 350 mile, and like a, and like a... And, like, that's, like, the fastest human ever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not the fastest female, the fastest male. But he's the fastest human walking on the world. Right. You know what I mean? If all men and women are equal, he's the fastest human. But in the fly fishing world, the, the biggest fish ever caught by a human on a fly rod can easily be a woman because they have much more patience. They can read the water different. They can really focus. I don't, I don't know. I just really know a lot of great female anglers. Yeah. Um, and it's always a joke, but it's, I don't think it's a joke. Like, oh, women are better fishermen because they want patience. I don't think that's a joke. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you can hear you can hear Tyler's yeah. thoughts on that too when yeah. we talk to him. Because Brooke is killing it. It's just a joke. But uh, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. But, All right, um, guys. Well, anyways, let's get right into listen. it. Yes, please listen. And again, if you have any questions, get a hold of us via Facebook or our Instagram, and enjoy this the rest of this podcast. Here we go. A little three, two, one countdown for you. Ready. Three, two, one. Oh, it's got to be how, whoa, whoa, whoa. Way more energy going into a great interview. Ready? Is everybody ready? Three, two, one. Let's do it. And welcome back in. Today we uh, have a very special guest. The Tug is the Drug is the name on Instagram. Yes. Also known as Tyler. Last Tyler name? Chris- Do you have a last name? Christensen, right? <laughs> yep, Tyler Christensen. 
Awesome. All right, Tyler. So starting this off, we always like to ask every single one of our guests. So where are you right now? Like, what's your setting? Where are you guys stationed? We are currently living in Linden, Utah. Okay. So okay. how close is that to Salt Lake City for somebody who doesn't know? Uh, Probably about 30 minutes from Salt Lake. Okay. Because there's no other cities in Utah, right? <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but lots of beautiful scenery, that's for sure. Are you up by the mountains then, 30 minutes east of Salt Lake City, or are you? Uh, No, we're just slightly to the south, but... We're probably not more than 10 minutes from the mountains, so pretty close. Nice. Nice. And that's uh, what, what's your home river then? The, the, is that the lower Green River there? Uh, the Provo River is probably the closest one to us from here. We actually just recently moved here, so. Nice. Nice. Well, we'll get into that where you guys are all from and everything. But I yes. think Janelle first got some questions about the Instagram name. I do. Okay. So your Instagram name, the tug is the drug. How did you decide to do the tug is the drug? And also, how did you acquire that name? Because obviously, people who are in the fly fishing community or fishing community in general, that's a super common hashtag. So tell us a little bit about that. I actually was pretty surprised that I got that handle myself. I actually created that Instagram one day when I called in from work or to work to go fishing. So I guess it was, <laughs> yes. I guess it was meant to be. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so it was the day that you called in to go fishing that you came, yep. up, came up with that? Yep. Nice. So, so how long ago, when did you actually create your Instagram? Because... Again, we do a little bit of stalking as far as when we talk to people. And, and you, you go, have you over a back, thousand man. posts, dude. You have so many. You're killing yeah. it. Yeah. It's been probably six or seven years now. I'm not sure. Okay. So has it always been fly fishing related content or? Um, I started out just conventional fishing. And then I moved into fly fishing after probably like a year-ish of conventional fishing, pretty hardcore. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so, so where, where were you born? In, I mean, where, where were you born and raised then? Uh, I was born in Richfield, Utah, and then I was kind of all over in the Ogden area and around there. And then we actually moved up to northern Utah in a little town called Logan. And I lived there for 20... Four years, I think. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you say you just moved outside of Salt Lake City, you, you're still you're not you're not moving from like Florida. Like you're you're moving pretty. Yep. You're always been it's in the about, Utah. You're a Utah native. It's about two hours away, so not too far. Okay. Okay. So you're, so you're a Utahian. I don't know what much do guys, about. Yeah, we don't what know do you much. Guys call yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I think Mormons, Utah right? is what people use, but yeah, Mormons works great as well. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, nice. we're just kidding around. We don't want to get in trouble with nobody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean, you grew up conventional fishing. Is that a? We don't know anything about Utah fishing other than the other than the trout fishing. I mean, were you, were you fishing for trout then primarily, or is it like a bass and, and a pike um, fishery? It was a little of everything, catfish, mm -hmm. tiger muskie, bass. I didn't trout fish super hardcore till I started fly fishing, I wouldn't say. Okay. So, so Yeah, when did you want to waste all your money on fly fishing? Uh, I actually 
tore my shoulder playing baseball. And then as soon as I healed up from that surgery, it was kind of like, well, I can't play baseball anymore. What's what's going to be my hobby? And then I, that actually led me to start fly fishing and learning how to do that. I pretty much YouTubed a few videos and grabbed a setup from Cabela's and kind of just taught myself through YouTube. Awesome. So you're totally self-taught. Yep. That's great. So you described to us your first, your very first Cabela's setup. Uh, <laughs> like, did you did you get the whole shebang? Did you get the waders, the fly rod, everything that you needed, or? Um, they had a combo deal. I think that was like 180 bucks, and I thought that's everything I need to get started. Because <laughs> I actually was in touch with a friend of mine from work who went out to Pyramid Lake every year, mm-hmm. and. I started getting interested in it and then he invited me to go out to pyramid and he kind of pointed me in the right direction as to what to buy. But yeah, I ended up getting everything just for one trip all at once. There you go. That's a way to uh, do it. How many times at pyramid did it take you before you caught, caught one of those guys? (laughs) Uh, Actually I caught a couple of fish my first day that were pretty small, I guess for pyramid. A 20-inch fish at Pyramid is small, apparently. Yeah. But then my second day, I ended up catching a 30-inch fish, so I was kind of spoiled in, in that wow. regard. Wow. What was that, what was that feeling like when you pulled it, up that 30-inch fish? It was pretty crazy, and then my buddy was all upset because he went out there a bunch of times and hadn't caught one that big. <laughs> so <laughs> I felt kind of bad. Would you say but... a little... A little bit of beginner's luck or? Definitely beginner's luck. <laughs> That's awesome. What what fish was it? What uh, species? The, the big cutthroat. Though. How do you call yeah, them? The Lothorian? Lahontan cutthroat, I believe. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's like the hottest thing on social media right now. I feel like it's Pyramid Lake for some yeah, reason. It's, it's right now is probably the best time of year to go as far as numbers anyway. And mm-hmm. it's getting more and more popular every year it's a pretty crazy spot yeah that's awesome oh, i can't imagine we'll get into that though about social media though because i can't even imagine about that but. yeah so actually so when it comes to like your social media obviously it's primarily fly fishing would you say that's your biggest passion in life and kind of what like drives you for sure it has evolved from something into do or something to do even into like a a way of life, I would guess. Mm-hmm. It's okay for for me and Brooke anyway. It usually just ends up being, where are we going fishing this weekend? It's not what are we doing this weekend. Right. So you have a real job, right? I do, unfortunately. Because <laughs> we didn't, for anybody listening, especially our, we have a lot of listeners on our side. So for our our thing is, uh, so if people see your Instagram, instantly Janelle, the first thing she said, well, this guy is a guide, right? And uh, you're you're not a guide then. <laughs> no, I have people message me all the time. I'm, hey, what do you do for work? I'm looking for a job that lets me fish all the time, and I'm like, well, I don't have the answer for you, so. <laughs> <laughs> So what exactly is it then that you do? Uh, I work as a lighting technician for a okay. like a show production company. So we do like big conventions and parties and stuff. And I help with the lighting for that. 
Oh, that's wonderful. And then primarily, you you and your fiance Brooke, you guys just spend the time on the rivers when you can. Yep. Or lakes, I guess. Pyramid Lake. Either way, yep. Yeah. Do you see uh, Do you see yourself ever wanting to get into the fly fishing industry going forward, especially with like your, your social media direction, or are you uh, thinking? I mean, for sure. can we ask you that? Yeah, I, me and Brooke right now are looking at starting some kind of apparel and getting that off of the ground, but that's still in the very early stages, so we'll see where that goes. Oh, uh, that's incredible. Good for you guys. Yeah, awesome. We'd like to check back in five years and hear how you guys are crushing it. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Do you want to jump into the Brooke thing now, Janelle? Because we're yes. going to ask. <laughs> okay, so you guys are pretty newly engaged, right? We actually went to high school together. And then just ended up meeting up again a few years after. Okay. And was this uh, up in that little town Logan way up there you were talking about? It was. Nice. Did she uh, drive up to see you or did you convince her to come out and hang out in the woods? Or can we ask what happened? <laughs> no, she, she actually is from that same area as well. So we just hadn't talked in a few years like since high school and i just hit her up one day and we hung out and, and uh, the rest is history and now you guys are engaged yep congratulations and, and there's only like there's only like two women in utah so i feel like you got pretty lucky oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, i think i did all right for myself <laughs> that's yeah. awesome so uh did she uh so was it was it did she grow up fly fishing with a father or something like that or was it kind of she had no idea what the hell you were talking about when you told her you wanted to go out fishing uh yeah that it pretty much was she got tired of me leaving to fish every weekend so i taught her how <laughs> so, she so she's like there. i'm coming with you yeah <laughs> that's great and okay so tell us the proposal story because we saw the fly box we saw the ring and so were you guys on the river when you did it so i actually had to wait quite a few months and mm-hmm. I waited until one of our favorite spots to fish thawed out. It's an alpine lake, so it's kind of midsummer before it thaws out. And then we ended up waiting until August-ish to head up there. And it's actually called Honeymoon Lake, so I figured that was a oh, perfect setting oh. for it. So yes, I had a few months to plan it. but Did you have the ring the whole time? I had the ring in January and then waited to propose <laughs> until August, August, so it was kind of nerve-wracking, yeah. Man, no, you did you not. You got some guts, man. <laughs> I had my ring for like, we just got engaged. I had my ring for one day, and I was like, <laughs> I can't, I'm going to tell her. I was like, I'm going to slip up or say something stupid, like, yeah, hey, we can't go out to eat because I just spent money on a ring. <laughs> yeah, I had it. I actually no. kept it in my car for a while, and I was a little nervous about that. And then she almost, she looked right at the box for it when we got to the lake that day. And yeah. I like grabbed the backpack away from her and I was like, <laughs> oh, I'll get it. Don't oh. worry. Yeah, you're like, don't touch it. <laughs> yeah, but... Oh my God. Yeah, I know I when I did it on a beach and we had just swim trunks on and the damn box was like just bulging. On. I mean, if you would have looked at my shorts, you would have definitely seen like, what the hell is in his pocket? I don't know how Janelle wasn't like, what are you carrying in there? So you kept it a secret that long, and did yeah. she have any idea she, at all? I don't think that she had any idea. You'll have to ask her, but I'm pretty sure. Oh, that... we will. Oh, we definitely will. We're talking to her next. So how so. long have you? Uh, so how long have you guys been together? Then a couple of years. You guys have been fly fishing together now. Um, 
I think we're going on our fourth year together. And okay. She started okay. fishing two years ago. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yep. And she can outfish you now. I'm assuming. She already <laughs> does. So. Yeah. It happens, man. I don't know what ha- what the hell happens, but one day, you know. Else was like, stop telling me what to do. And then five seconds later, it's like, where did that brown trout come from? (laughs) (laughs) But hey, this is what I tell people. If your boyfriend can put up with you through your whole learning to fly fish process, then he's a keeper because I know how how much patience it takes. So, (laughs) yep, it's definitely frustrating at first, but she got the hang of it pretty quick and catches bigger fish than me now so there you go i guess that's a success story for me like as my student right Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah right (laughs) Uh, like you she really had no choice you made it sound like i'm going to the river honey you can come with me (laughs) 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 oh that's awesome so uh i guess we'll just talk a little bit about your area in the in the social media because that's what we kind of we kind of dive in some people really uh hate on the social media right now and everything and i feel somebody like you and your your beautiful fiance if you guys ever want to have a family and kids even you guys have said you know uh the future is you know whether you like it or not the future is social media and and it can help you as a tool and i mean have you guys what do you guys what are your what are your thoughts on all that uh there's definitely a lot of negativity surrounding it but i guess you got to just kind of try to disregard that like i love to fish and i like taking pictures of the fish i catch and the places i go and i don't mind sharing them with everyone else Mhm. So do you think it's more negative or do you think you've gotten more like positive feedback? No, there's definitely more positive people out there and I've made some great friendships through social media and fly fishing and a combination of those two things. So that's I think great. It's definitely more of a positive tool than a negative thing. And that's our big thing with this podcast is great. So, I mean, we all judge people, especially when you see a photograph. And so for us, I mean, we see the tug is the drug, which is the number one hashtag. And then we see you with these giant fish and we're like, you know, he's a guide. And a lot of people, we do see the negativity and a lot of people are kind of like, oh, these guys, these rich kids, blah, blah, blah. And then that's why we wanted to bring a voice behind the scene because it's kind of like it's a majority of everybody we interview. It's like, oh, hell no. I got a nine to five job. I'm working my ass off. It is not like you said, like that joke. You're like, oh, I'm not the guy to ask. Dude. You just fish all day, son. <laughs> Definitely. So thank you. Yeah. So we can't. Yeah. Thank you again for doing this. Yeah. Also. OK. So you have a massive following. You have what, like 16,000 followers. How did Something that come about? Like, like <laughs> yeah. Okay. What was sure like the moment where you were about. like, yeah. Were you ever like, holy shit, where did all these people come from? Oh, uh, since it's been around so long, I feel like it's been a pretty gradual thing. Mm-hmm. But, okay. So it wasn't like yeah, overnight. Like, to, It's pretty crazy to think about 16,000 people out there. Yeah. Just. Just it shows you how crazy stupid fly because we got a lot of non-fly fishing people because we're gonna transition out of fly fishing eventually. But now I don't think people understand how, how crazy fly fishing. I don't. It's just there's something about the hobby. We don't know. We're, we are not the people to say <laughs> what it is about it, but it's just crazy. Yep, it's definitely so. a an interesting community. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, a lot of passion in it. But you've said that you've made some pretty great connections with people via oh, your sure. Instagram. You got a you got a story you like to share or anything that sticks out in your mind? Um, I don't know about 
anything too specific, but there's been plenty of times where people have hit me up, hey, come fish here, and then vice versa. People come out and will fish with whoever. Mm-hmm. Nice. So Which it- I think is so great, especially, like, that social media can do that for people. And when they can see photos like yours and like your fiance's and be like, wow, these people really know what they're doing. And like I said, I told Try, I go, I think he might be a guide, <laughs> but just based on your photos, yeah. because they're so beautiful and you, you guys catch so many great fish. But, but yeah, it just goes to show like the power. Yeah. And we saw your, we saw your Instagram story today. Do you, uh, do you tie flies? Uh, I do tie flies. I don't. <laughs> I feel like I would rather spend time fishing than tying flies, but it, do you I feel have like a... it's more fulfilling to catch fish on flies that you tie. Yes. It's also harder to throw your flies toward a tree, I feel like, <laughs> in the river. Absolutely. <laughs> it's time, time and money that you're snapping up. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, especially, yeah, you, you know how it goes. I'm sure you got flies in your box where you're always like, I'm saving this for the right moment. And it's just never oh, really yeah. the right moment. Good God. If I if if I could add up all the times when I started to learn, <laughs> if I could add up the amount of money that was lost in trees. Thanks, Trent, yep. for loving me still. Yeah. My, <laughs> my friend is actually going to start tying, like, taking custom orders and tying and he brought a big box over to my house to take pictures of, and I took some pictures. I'm like, so uh, well, what do you want me to put this up for sale for? And he's like, well, it's around 500 flies, so I was thinking probably like eight or 900 bucks. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, well, that's a fair asking price, but that's just <laughs> a crazy amount of time and money. Really, though? It is, though, man. And it's amazing that they can do with those flies. And I, I'm a firm believer. I know a lot of people say flies don't matter. And I believe that. I, I'll throw junk at anything. But there's – I don't know. I think I think you're a baseball player. I think there has something to do in sports with confidence. And I just think something nice and sexy. It just makes me feel like I'm a better – I don't know. Just kind of – I don't know if yep. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, you got to have confidence in what you're throwing. Yes. I got it for a long time, and I had this older gentleman. He used to always say, rule number one is always look good. (laughs) Every damn thing was always look look good. Number one rule. (laughs) You had it all figured out. (laughs) Yes. So so are you partial to a certain kind of fly fishing? Like, do you prefer nymphing over dries or streamers? Um, I guess it just depends what's hot. Like, I feel like any fly fisherman loves when fish are hitting big bugs on the top, but... Yes. I also really enjoy sight fishing, whether it's with just a streamer or a small nymph or anything. I like the visual aspect of fly fishing quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Have so, you, sorry. No, go ahead, Trent. Have you been lucky enough to travel anywhere, like foreign or anything, for fly fishing? Do you have any goals for that or any dream um, destinations? Not yet, but me and Brooke actually booked our honeymoon in Belize for... Uh, the end of this summer so i'm pretty excited for that Ooh. yeah i guess if you catch those big ass cutthroat you kind of got to go salt water next to keep keep it going <laughs> yeah. i've been i've been to florida and caught some salt water fish before but never anywhere foreign so there i'm pretty excited oh that's awesome man that's awesome Are you guys going then next winter so we're assuming uh we're actually gonna go like right after our wedding at the end of july okay that should be peak permit season out there so hopefully we can snag one 
That'll be fun. Yes, sir. That'll be so fun. Yep. Okay, so so okay, so we've talked to a few people already, and a couple of them have said that Pyramid Lake is top on their bucket list as far as fly fishing goes. Obviously, you and your fiance fish that on a you know pretty regular basis. So, are there any places that you would just absolutely love to fish other than obviously Belize because you guys are going there, which is very exciting. But are there any other places that are like we have to do this? Um, the money aspect makes it a little bit difficult for the destination trips, but I would really like to go to Cosmolito down in the Indian Ocean before I die. Or uh, you're, somewhere the, like, you're the first one to mention that. Yeah. Can you tell Cosmo, us a little bit more yeah, about that? Yeah, what's Cosmolito? Um, it's kind of, there's these big islands and atolls i think out in just in the middle of the indian ocean kind of near madagascar area but it's just uh flats fishing and there's big reefs and there's 100 pound gts there's bonefish triggerfish milkfish but flats fishing is definitely my favorite kind of fishing that i've ever done so i think that's kind of the the mecca of that as well yeah, especially if you like to sight fish, like it sounds like you do, like the sight and the stalking, there's nothing like, and I think that's why fly fishing is so special, because we talked about this before, you can have the, you know, you can have the person who likes fishing two weights for six inch brookies, and then you have the person who's like, I'm going to go stand on the salt water for three days and wait for this one fish to come through. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like to get Definitely. a mix of both, but yep, there's something about waiting for big fish that I guess I like being tortured with. Absolutely. Okay, so Cosmolito, is there anywhere else that you are like just dying to maybe someday go? Or do you have like um, a fish then? Like it is, is Or yeah, dream you, fish. What's, your, what's the fish then? What's the fish that like, every when you go fishing just starts to piss dream you off when fish, you see other people post it? <laughs> I would say either giant trevally, which is a lot of what's in the Cosmolito area, or something like a big colored up Arctic char or Dolly Vard and some of those super bright orange or oh they're so ones. beautiful that's janelle's fish man that is yeah that's her dream fish i agree with you on that one and when she can get to one of those two rivers and she got 50 grand we're gonna go do it yes yep. <laughs> cheers to that cheers to that oh, hopefully you have a bee in your hand because try and i are cheersing <laughs> right now <laughs> we're on East Coast, we're... yes um awesome awesome i think we'll wrap it up then you got anybody you love in the fly fish industry if anyone's listening is was there anybody that you look up to then uh, a lot of guys I like to follow are like, uh, I don't know if you guys follow Captain Jack Productions, like Yako Lucas. Yes, yep. we um, do. Yeah, we he, do. He's one of my favorites for sure. Uh, Christian Pretorius. A lot of those guys that are just all over destination fishing everywhere. I think that would be awesome. I feel like everyone kind of looks up to those guys and wishes that they could do something like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh, that's awesome, man. Definitely. Well, uh, one day we hope to see a lot of salt water on your feed. Yes. I hope so, too. Yes. Well, awesome. hey, they're going to Belize. Awesome. Well, going to happen. We're going to wrap this up then. Um, the last question we always ask, Janelle's favorite, scale uh, uh, the 1 to 10. How would we do? Fingers are crossed right now. Oh, you guys did a 10 for sure. Yeah. yeah. Great Woo! job on your end. Well, I don't know <laughs> how bad I do. Uh, dude, you're crushing, man. You are actually, you are our first. A lot of people were calling us sexist. So you are our first gentleman. Yes, you are. You're the first dude on the show. Yeah. Oh, that were, makes me even more nervous. 
No, yeah. don't ever be nervous. Yeah, we were like, we were like, hey, we just. It's so cool. What's beautiful though is, uh, we we really it was. What's really beautiful is that you're not a guide because a lot of the guys online are these, like you said, the Captain Jack. I mean, these guys are huge guides, man. And now here you are saying, I'm just a light guy with a with a huge passion. I think that's pretty inspirational that it's like this. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. It means a lot to us. Yeah. Also, yeah. though, I have to ask. I have to ask. <laughs> so your name is T. Critty with a lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah, she can't get over the lightning bolt. I like the lightning bolt. Is there so, is there like a reason behind that? <laughs> that's actually a nickname from baseball years and years ago, and it kind of just stuck. Yes, T. Critty. I feel like I would just like yell that to my friends, like T. Critty. <laughs> Like Trent's first name, like T D, like T Denoff, but T Critty. I feel like that has a like a <laughs> ring to it. That's cool. Well, thank you very much, Tyler. We really appreciate you taking the time and doing this. Yes. Yep. Like, no problem. Thank you. Is guys. there a, is can Brooke hear you right now? Or are you pretty private? Uh, I'm sure she can hear. She's sitting right here. So. <laughs> uh, never mind. We were gonna ask for uh, a secret or something. Or- or some question we should ask her anyways. I better not or I'll be in trouble. Oh, yeah, it's okay. We'll get her her to open up to talk about it anyways. All righty. Thank you very much, Tyler. We will talk to you later. You can hand the phone actually over to Brooke if she's all right. Yeah, Yeah, if she's ready. Okay, here she is. Thank you, guys. Thanks. It was good talking to you. You as well. Bye-bye. Bye. Woo! My God. (laughs) What What an interview. There we go. And there we have it. That's our fit. What did you think about the interview? I loved it. Yeah. It was it was nice getting a male's perspective because we've been like you said talking to only females. So nice, nice. And uh, next week we have the fiance Brooke. You heard about her in the podcast, and she is going to give you an insight of how um, if you're an 18 year old, if you got dumped in high school by the pretty lady. And then a couple years later, you want to win back the pretty lady. She will tell you how to do it <laughs> next week. Yes. Is that true? She will. Yes, she will. We give you a hint. It's all physical. Yes. Oh, my God. Get <laughs> out of here. I'm, I'm joking around. <laughs> yes. But no, it was it was a lot of fun talking to both of them and hearing what they both kind of had to say. But um, again, next week we have Brooke, his fiance, and she is pretty new to the fly fishing game similar to me and you can hear all about that so yeah she's pretty new but she uh hey she really goes into it if uh, i don't even know what the definition of fly fishing is i've never seen that to two years later i really love this hobby yes and uh she gets into it she just explains what went through the highs and the lows i mean she was a great interview mm-hmm. yep and uh, we caught her after work she got home late and so we're very very happy she did the interview same with ty we asked him after a long day of work, so we really appreciate it to both those two. Yeah, so thank you guys so much again. Um, but stay tuned for next week. Coming and to you from God only knows where. That is so true. But guess where it will not be coming to you from? The Florida Keys. The Florida oh. Keys. <laughs> bye bye, y'all. Bye, guys. Bye.